0: Season two of Old Dirty Benches. Glad to see you again. This is Patty Popcorn. I was gonna say Patricia Palomitas, but somebody laughed at me, so (laughs) I'll just keep it real. Patty Popcorn. And here's JD to tell you what we actually do here. Hello, everyone.
1: This is JD. So, if you've landed on us, this is a podcast dedicated to light-hearted, humorous discussions regarding crimes of the powerful. We will also be discussing our review of recent movies or series that have been released, and these episodes will drop every other weekend. For those of you who don't know, white-collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime.
0: Patty. Yes. We're recording. (laughs) Hello uh we i'm answering our twitter question okay it's important would you rather would you rather yeah i don't know i did the farther
1: you did the 150 years i did
0: okay because you could change potentially change the future in a broader way you could than just your own self stop thinking small jd but global uh, mine wasn't thinking small. I was saying, like, what if you are at
1: the grocery store and some mass shooter, shooter comes in 10 minutes from now and it's getting ready to well, shoot the place out? What would you do? At? You I have don't know. 10
0: minutes. You could try something. What? You could. If you had 150 years worth of information, you could be like, hey, in this month, that slimy Putin's going to be trying to go into <laughs> oh, Ukraine. Come on now. Fuck why did you have to go broader dude i am so impressed with Zelensky. like i am Uh, so yeah in awe of him i have a total crush on him that dude is way better than i would ever be as a leader like he wouldn't leave He's fighting, like, on the ground. All those Ukrainians are inspirational.
1: Yes. Uh, I would say, because I know just from uh, reading some of the articles, the news articles, and then watching some of the news outlets uh, where they were talking about the Russian propaganda that's been pushed out, saying that he had escaped the country, like, left, to basically bring... Um, any hope down for the ukrainians right but, right? but it was all lies
0: because right. he was sitting what? there still filming
1: live and right. posting to social media let people know like no i haven't gone anywhere i'm still here fighting yeah so uh you know i mean not knowing how the outcome is going to be but you continue to let your people know like i'm right. here for you i'm fighting alongside you is um, i'm
0: not a piece of shit it's yeah like it's some other people mm-hmm. who so, shall remain nameless yeah, I've... But this it sounds last like week,
1: dump. <laughs> yeah, this last week has been a tough for a lot of people. I've seen for it sure. on social media. Um, and just...
0: A girl was crying at work yesterday. Oh, yeah. It was... It's
1: terrible. I've, like, eaten my share of
0: cookies this But week. also, like, to me, you can't... You can't give in to the despair because yes. then Putin's winning. That's yeah. exactly what he wants. Oh yeah. He wants us to all exactly. implode. Fight amid. each other, mm-hmm. be just dis- in despair. Yep. Like, fuck you, Putin, no. Yeah.
1: I mean he look look at when he's uh planned an attack right, you know, during the pandemic. We just uh ended one war. Um, you know, and there's some polarization going on in our country alone. Some and then, and some of the other countries as well. Right and now, he's planned this invasion on Ukraine with bullshit reasoning. Um, so, uh, yeah. So it's been tough, but you know. it's
0: also been like very. Uh, what's the word? Like, I have hope for the future. Seeing how people are reacting, yeah. Like it's been very unifying. And it has been. That.
1: Yes, um, it's sad though that it takes a war for it's people to come so together. True. Um, so that is a little bit disheartening, but I'll
0: take whatever at this point. Cause I'm sick of fighting these morons. Anyways, let's talk about what we're going to do. about. I'm sorry to get on the tangent. I just had to say that Zelensky's a fucking badass yeah. and I'm very proud of Ukraine. Okay.
1: Yes. Um, we stand with the Ukrainian people. For sure. Um, and, uh, for anybody who's listening to this and you have been feeling down, we're there with you. Uh, same feelings here but hopefully you know listening to some but of our don't episodes give in
0: to that feeling because then putin wins and fuck that guy mm-hmm. fuck yeah he's him a and piece all of his shit autocratic buddies yep
1: um this is basically uh what a dictatorship looks like so
0: um movie review today <laughs> and on that note movie review yeah because couldn't you tell yeah, um, this is gonna be a good one, I think.
1: Yeah, I so I have been also waiting to watch this movie for a while. I was trying to wait till it came out on uh, one of the streaming platforms, but, but it was not. It's been hanging out in the damn movie theater for months. So uh, we finally went we and saw it. the theater. Yes, uh, <laughs> me and my spouse went yesterday. Um, was it crowded? No there was two other couples in there so it was three couples total okay. including us. Um, that makes
0: six people everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I can do easy math. We went to Regal uh, the popcorn I was actually okay. discussed how sad I am
1: for the popcorn situation. <laughs> you know. It was funny because there right. was a sign up there it that said. Miss, dude. I know. And there was a sign up there that said, uh, we apologize for any inconvenience. We have a limited menu. And I was like, who gives a fuck? It's not
0: an inconvenience. <laughs> what? What were they limited on?
1: I don't know. It seemed like they had all the regular shit. Nachos, hot dogs, okay. popcorn, soda, candy. Right. So,
0: okay. Um, well, when I went to the movies recently, they didn't have Bunch of Crunch. But I continued living, so here we go. <laughs>
1: That's what I told my spouse. I was like, it's, it's, like it's fine. Just say you We're have a limited menu. You don't have to apologize. Spoiled. Yeah. Whatever. I was like, goddamn American. You <gasps> don't have Juju foods. I'm out. <laughs> no Junior Mints? Fuck this well, place. we
0: saw it in Yelm, Washington, which for those of you who don't live here, Yelm is a tiny place. Like a podunk town. <laughs> I say that with love. Okay. Yes. No shame to Yelm. And we were the only people. I remember in there, you saying that because this is not a Yelm movie at no. all. No, this Mm-mm. is one of those A twenty four bullshit movies from somewhere. Whatever. I love <laughs> Yelm you. Young people would not want to go to. Okay, so we had like essentially a private screening, and it was awesome. Yeah.
1: This is JD of the podcast. <laughs> Uh mad kudos to A twenty four because oh, you guys brother. do great work.
0: Here we go. Okay. All right. So so going forward, go ahead. What's the synopsis? Licorice
1: pizza. Which I'm still not sure why it's called licorice pizza. Well, I'm gonna tell you. Okay, good. So this is the plot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um This is the plot, ready, go. Pizza's good.
1: It's not pizza
0: at all, but please continue. Black licorice. And licorice is not at all that either, but please continue.
1: The bomb. Okay. Licorice pizza. Pizza is <laughs> the story <laughs> of Alana Kane and Gary Valentine. They grow up, they're running around, and they fall in love in the San Fernando Valley in nineteen seventy-three. It's written and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. The film tracks the tre- treacherous navigation of first love in the 70s. Okay. Is this a mummy, a red licorice, or a wiener sitzel for you?
0: Dude. This was a fucking mummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Okay. So, and that's for me
1: and Chris. Uh so me and Fail. my me and my husband gave it a wiener schnitzel.
0: Oh my god! Here we go. Yes, this is gonna be good, you guys.
1: Woo-hoo. I love it when we have disagreement on this right. podcast episodes. Okay, so, um, Alana Hamm mm-hmm. played. Hame, Hame is mm-hmm. that how you From say the it? the group, yes, Hame, yeah, the Hames. Okay, uh, I didn't know that this this was a singing group um she actually plays alana (laughs) she plays herself yep she plays herself uh and cooper hoffman who is the son of the late Phillips seymour Seymour hoffman Hoffman. yeah yeah which um i don't know about you but uh he has some similar acting abilities that i felt were comparable to his father's i picked up on that a little bit um but he plays Gary, who um, Alana and Gary are the main characters. Uh, for me, there was lots of chemistry in there between them. Um, Can we then,
0: just say, <laughs> how old is she? <laughs> yes.
1: That was one thing I was going to get to. She's supposed to be, I believe, 25 in the movie. Mm-hmm. And, and then how old is he? He's 15, getting ready to go on 16. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so... uh I felt like it was a love story that was unfolding in real time. And we were kind of allowed to watch it during the movie. Um, there was lots of cameos in there. Several people playing dirtbags to include Bradley Cooper, Sean Penn. And then I don't know if you realize, but John C. Riley was in there. Did you pick up on that? Who was he? He was the Frankenstein at the team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The little team convention thing that they had going yeah, on. Yeah, right. The meet and greet. Yeah, the little meet and greet that they had. Uh, Alana's family is actually played by her real-life family members. Right. Um, she and her sisters are members of a Grammy-nominated rock band. Had no idea. Um, <laughs>
0: I did know that. Did
1: you? Yeah, I didn't. I did. No, I had no clue. Um Paul Thomas Anderson has, I guess, apparently directed a number of their music videos. Um, well, there you go. Yeah. And when he was a child, his elementary art school teacher was Donna, Alana's mom. All
0: right. So there's a lot of connections here. Yes. Um, the film
1: is partly inspired by a crush she had on her when he was her student. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's also loosely based. Or Gary Valentine character is loosely based on Gary Goetzman, who is a director. He's responsible for movies like My Big Fat Greek Wedding, Mamma Mia, Larry Crown, etc. Okay, the budget was about forty million dollars. So, which what? Yeah, I think it's because a lot of the throwback to the seventies, they probably had to like rent a lot of cars well like clearly yeah hire seamstresses to do some of the clothing or that whatever that seems
0: like a lot but everything costs a lot so okay <laughs> um
1: yeah so there was an interesting dynamic in the movie and you brought it up already was the age difference um now what I will say to that and I'm not advocating for any sort of
0: pedophilia yes <laughs>
1: Yes, but I did. I dated an older guy when I was in high school, who uh, probably
0: could have been looked at as in his twenties. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm not a fan. Can I just say, like, that's the least of my problems with this. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, Number one, if it had been a guy in the Atlanta and a girl, it would have been totally inappropriate. So I think like. I still agree it's not appropriate for them to be a couple. And I did not get the chemistry that you did. Really? Oh, my gosh.
1: I thought that their interplay as actors between each other was...
0: No, I thought they were, like, weirdly codependent. No, I thought they were, like, magic together. (laughs) Here we go, people. I did. (laughs) Alrighty.
1: Um, So the way they first meet is he's actually getting prepared to do his high school pictures. Correct. And she works for the photographer.
0: And, um, and I also have to point out that uh, they didn't spend any money in this movie on bras. Okay? I was kidding. Free the nipple. Could have been the slogan. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was like, holy shit. <laughs> Anyway, continue. And now when I don't wear a bra, my husband says, oh, licorice pizza. <laughs> and then we laugh.
1: Well, I would like to remind everybody this movie does take place in the 70s. And we didn't have bras then. Well, uh, we were kind of going through the, yeah, that era. Yes, it was the whole, like, um, feminism movement. It was the time of
0: the nipple. Yes, okay? it was. Uh, just saying. You just let them hang. It's very... <laughs> and hang is the word. <laughs> Anyway, please continue. There was a
1: lot of nipple hard-ons in the movie. I will definitely... nipping, Yeah. Um, Which sometimes did distract me a little bit because I'm like, wow, her (laughs) nipples are hard.
0: (laughs) It must be cold in there. (laughs) Um,
1: So uh, Gary is very flirtatious with Alana, um, who constantly does rebuff a lot of his advances. But then there's um, attraction there with Gary. Um so he kind of takes her along with him to his auditions. They kind of become best friends. They don't refer to each other as boyfriend and girlfriend for much of the
0: movie. Um because they're not. No.
1: Uh they're kind of more like
0: codependent.
1: Continue. They're I would call them more like business partners. Um <laughs> Oh, Lord. She also functions as his chaperone at one point when they go to New York. Because yeah, um,
0: he's a on a TV show or Yes. Something. He's
1: like a, one of those child actors that's kind right. of grown out of. He's
0: kind of like Danny Bonaduce.
1: Yeah. That was kind of who I was thinking of when I was watching Ish. this movie. And who doesn't um,
0: not like that guy? <laughs> 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 Just kidding. Yeah.
1: Um, but she actually meets one of the other co-stars, which is Lance. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Righteous Gemstones.
1: Yeah. Uh, who was in um, Santa Clarita's Diet. I love him in that I show. I hate that show, too. Oh, my God. Love it. Um, Lance, you're also in Righteous Gemstones, right. and you're and terrific in, in there. And you in the
0: remake of Vacation, which was quite hilarious. Yes.
1: Um, he's funny mm-hmm. actor. I really liked him in this role, um, at one point, he goes to Alana's house to eat dinner, dinner with them. Mm-hmm. They're Jewish. They want him to um, give Say the blessing. Yep, and he says, "I'm an atheist."
0: <laughs> right, and that's the parents are like not down without no. at all. They're
1: like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And he like kind of storms out. Alana follows him, and it's like, "What does your penis look like?" <laughs> he was like, "I think it's a normal penis." <laughs> and you're jewish (laughs) um but yeah there's a lot of like no bras uh short skirts high-waisted pants it's Um, very
0: nostalgic for the 70s it is uh, i will give you that
1: smoking indoors smoking
0: uh, everywhere by everyone yes
1: which was a thing still back then
0: um you know you just how many of those people are dead I know. Yeah, my parents—that's two of them. Or have like COPD. That or smoked something. all the time. Anyway. Um, they
1: also show telephones
0: still in use. Right, home telephones hooked up to the wall. And weren't they dial like? My grandparents had that kind of phone, rotary dial. rotary dial. And if you didn't Um, do it far enough, you'd get the wrong number. Oh, my God. And if there was lots of nines, you were screwed because it was a
1: hard turn. (laughs) That seemed like it took forever. Yeah. It was so awesome when you got the push button phones. Because then you just pushed them. Um, Now, uh, when I was growing up, we didn't get a home phone until uh, I think I was in middle school. And then we finally got a home phone. You did didn't a f- have
0: a phone at all.
1: No, dude. Wow. No. Um, and uh, our parents put a time limit on it. We <laughs> of were course. only allowed to talk for, like I think max thirty minutes, if that. Oh,
0: okay. I think that's a pretty good limit. My really. memory might
1: be failing me, but
0: um, <laughs> mom, and then, this is where you step in, director.
1: Um, and then we couldn't talk. After 9 o'clock, like, we couldn't call anybody after 9. Well, that
0: was just, like, etiquette, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, it was, like, yeah.
1: etiquette. We were being respectful of other people's bedtimes and we stuff You also like that. couldn't let
0: it ring more than, like, five times yes. or something.
1: Yeah. So seeing this in the movie had me laughing. Right.
0: It was nostalgic.
1: It was. I, I agree with you
0: there. Um,
1: and then uh, at one point, Gary actually calls Alana on the phone, but doesn't say anything. And then he hangs up and then she star 69's
0: his ass. Is that was that even a thing then? Yeah, I think so because I don't think so. I don't know, man. I we might need to lo- check well, it. I feel like that was more of an 80s thing, but go ahead. It could be, but cuz like call waiting became a thing in the 80s I know, so, and so awesome. call waiting was great and i was even saying like oh
1: it's all beep, she beep. can't call
0: him because there's no star 69 then she did so i'm and like she what? did yeah and then uh
1: that made me laugh because i do remember being a kid and like calling that special someone <laughs> and then they answer and you're like oh my god what am i gonna say and hang then you up. don't say anything and you hang up and then they fucking call you back and you're like what do i do <laughs>
0: Our problems were so <laughs> awesome, and now not um, so much. <laughs> now they're way worse.
1: Um, there's also tons of sexism, um, sexual assault, and harassment in the movie. He highlights that the director, racial stereotypes, uh, some homophobia going on,
0: drugs, drinking,
1: drugs, drinking. Which the drug uh, that they highlighted a lot was marijuana or weed. Mm-hmm. Um, which was a big thing back then. Uh, Grass. Grass, yeah. (laughs) Um, Some of the restaurants are actual restaurants that are um, like kind of historical for people there. Um, And they're based there in California. Uh, One of probably my favorite aspects of the movie was the throwback to the waterbed. um, Oh, yeah. Where Gary walks into a store and there's like a waterbed sitting there and the um, sales lady kind of sexualizes the whole waterbed. So I remember going to a friend's house and seeing my first waterbed and I was like, this is so fucking cool. Oh yeah, I had one. Oh my god! And then you get in there, and then the waves are like, Shh. and then but that one was not heated. I went to another friend's house, and they also <laughs> oh, had a had to
0: have a heated oh, one. Oh dude, it, it was so, cold. so
1: fucking awesome though. Like the heat because yeah. the water was like all warm and cozy and comfy.
0: Very womb
1: like. Yes, um, it is very womb like. I like that comparison. <laughs> 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 Oh, but please. there's some crazy shenanigans that go on, like uh, Gary and Alana kind of go in together on this waterbed okay, company. Can I company. stop you for a second? Yeah.
0: Hey, everyone, are you noticing there's not really a story to this movie because there's not. <laughs> so I there's think, not at all.
1: Well, listen, I know we've <laughs> talked about this before. Uh, because I know you like uh, those movies where
0: there's got to be. Where there's like a story. Yeah, like a premise and, on. And uh, it tells a story. <laughs> I do. I'm a stickler like yes, that. Yes,
1: I know you like those. I kind of like where um, you sometimes just get a snapshot of something that's happening in the Um, somebody's life per se. So
0: This is definitely the movie for you. Yeah, it's basically like
1: we jumped in where um, these two people meet and then we see a short span of their friendship building. And that's essentially what the movie is. And I've always been okay with those types of movies. Mm -hmm. They've never bothered me. Um, It's, uh, for me, it's comparable to real life sometimes where you meet somebody one time or a couple times briefly and then you understand like a subscript of what's going on with them for that time period and then that's it and maybe you reflect on it later on with different life experiences but
0: yeah i will not reflect on this at all (laughs) but please continue um so we were like what when is something actually gonna happen yeah it's not something where it's (laughs) It has a story. You're right. It doesn't. It's just people and their wacky (laughs) business ideas (laughs) and no bras. The end. Roll credits.
1: Um, They do have several businesses. They have uh, the waterbed. They also have the, well, Gary has the pinball machine. Alana kind of leaps for a little bit and joins up with um, To go into politics. Yeah, to go into politics because she's Kind of thinking she's hanging out with these kids too much. Um, she's right, because her
0: don't forget everyone. She's twenty-five. She's twenty-five, um, and he's fifteen. Yes. Uh, so. Well,
1: he's he actually turned sixteen
0: during the movie. Well, <laughs> primarily he's fifteen. He cannot drive. <laughs> Yeah. So she drives him everywhere. She does drive him. Um It's fucking weird.
1: Okay. They show they show the gas crisis sweeping the country which right. was a huge thing during the time yeah. which we actually had not too long ago. Um and they're at worried that it might happen again. where well, We're going to be sure. Electric on gas. cars will help you there. Yes. But
0: uh we won't bring that sad subject no. up. Um <laughs> Yep. No, no. (laughs) Um,
1: But when she actually goes to work for um, Joe Wax, uh, he's actually based on a real person. So um, the director, that's the politician. Yes, he grew up um, with this guy in their community, actively working as a politician, making legislative and policy changes. Um, And he had reached out to him and asked if he could use that use his his persona in the movie and he signed off on it
0: um so and was that person secretly gay too yeah he actually was gay
1: um he graduated from harvard and then he landed a job um, in downtown la as a tax lawyer and um there's a little bit in there that wasn't Fact which, where they kind of show him hiding a relationship with another man. Um, he basically had said he didn't have time for that um, when he was a politician doing his mayoral he didn't have stuff time for a
0: relationship, yes,
1: because he said he was constantly working. Now he was secretly gay, he said, I didn't come out because that would be career ending during right. that Suicide. time, yes. Um, so he said that there were a couple people who had come out, um, but it wasn't safe uh during this time period so most people just hit it and he was one of them yeah so he didn't actually come out until later on in his life and then um did have some romantic relationships but during this period in time that was not true but it was an embellishment that was added as part of the movie okay um i think that's because uh when it's uncovered that he is actually gay and he calls on Alana to come and kind of bail him out because a journalist is there at the restaurant where he's eating with his boyfriend. Um that's when she has a discussion with um the boyfriend and realizes that she uh despite Gary's immaturity and other stuff, he's very close to her and they have a valuable relationship. So they kind of run and meet back up together.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of running they there is tons of running running with no bra <laughs> there's a lot
1: of running so i was wondering if they were getting a lot of exercise during the movie because there's running back we and were like, forth why are they
0: running again what is going on <laughs> um
1: and they basically kind of profess their love for each other and then yeah the movie ends so i was watching the movie and i was like patty's gonna hate this
0: Um, you're right. Patty and Chris both hated it. Because because it's a snapshot. And he kept saying, when is this going to be over? How much longer do we have? (laughs) And I was like, he's like, when's something going to happen? What's the story? So he didn't help me at all during the movie. No, yeah, because he I, was saying everything I was thinking. Like, what the fuck's even going on here? What's the point of this movie? I think
1: because it's so it is two
0: and a half hours long. Too long. Can we just say yeah. two and a half hours is too fucking long? Cut it down, people. <laughs> just A lot <laughs> of times you don't need it to be this long. Okay. Um. I so I do like
1: this movie, but. I am getting a little bit tired of the over two hour movie. So
0: dumb. And it's not necessary. No. Tell me a time when it was actually necessary. Um, you can't. That's right.
1: Because now I feel like you're at least, you have to dedicate at least three to three and a half hours. Yeah, with previews. To the movie theater, because you get there, you get your snacks or whatever, sit down and watch at least 30 minutes of preview. At least.
0: Before the movie starts. You're like, what are we saying again? I forgot.
1: Yeah, by that time I finished my soda and my popcorn. <laughs>
0: and I'm ready to go home. <laughs> yeah, the movie's starting
1: and now I'm feeling tired. Right. Because of all the salty butter popcorn I'm eating. <laughs> mm. Um Delish. So, I, yeah, I would definitely say, like, um, and I know we're kind of shouting out to the void, but can we fucking cut it down, please? Like, yes. I... Need to get some of that time back, you know, that kind of thing. It's just not
0: necessary. If it was like, oh, I see why they needed that time. Okay. But <laughs> n- it's never like that. It's like you could have <laughs> cut off an hour and I would have been in the same exact place. Okay. Yeah, with your feelings on that it. That did not need to be that long. I'm sorry. Um, no. So. We were watching Gary age in real time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> not necessary <laughs> it's still not appropriate i don't care what you said oh and licorice pizza by the way is a vinyl record okay okay yes and chris is like and why is it called that What the fuck?
1: Yeah, I wasn't sure, because I kept expecting to see them maybe making some sort of, like, um, experimental pizza with licorice on it. it's a
0: vinyl record.
1: I don't even... Do they ever even eat pizza during the movie? No. No. Because
0: it's not about
1: that. And then they don't ever eat licorice. No. Okay.
0: It's a disappointment on many levels for me. Um, (laughs) I'm just gonna say.
1: Well, and I will say Paul Anderson, he's one of those unique directors. He also did Phantom Thread. Which is also a very good, interesting movie. It's, uh, I think, Daniel Day-Lewis' last movie.
0: What were you saying? I'm just kidding. Shut up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which used to be her screensaver at work, everyone. Which one? Phantom Thread. Oh, yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah. I really like it. Um, It was surprising. I don't go by the director. I don't care who directed it. If it sucks, I'm saying it. Okay. Oh,
1: no. I've also, remember you call me a woman hater on our, one of our episodes. Yes, I do. Because I think it was the last time I was here. in fact. <laughs> there's two female directors now that I've been now like. you're
0: like, hated it. No. <laughs> Try better. <laughs> um, but, yeah, i
1: I know we've had this conversation in the past, not on our podcast episodes, I don't think. Just <laughs> you and I, in general, talking about our different opinions on movies. Like, there's got to be. <laughs> I don't get it. The <laughs> beginning, middle, and end. A lot of times for you, where there's a clear story happening yes, and unfolding. I
0: want a, star- a story. I um, don't want a snapshot. Yes,
1: I will say that if you are looking for that type of movie, Red Liquor or Red Licorice, Licorice <laughs> Pizza is not that type of movie. It's Correct. more of a snapshot. So
0: it's just uh, It's not. There's no monumental story. There's nothing that's ever going to show up that is the the plot line per se.
1: But I would disagree with Patty. It's a love story. You would be
0: wrong. But anyway,
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's a love story. Um, Inappropriate
0: love story. Yeah, Uh,
1: yeah. I'm not advocating for. Here's what I say
0: though. If you want a movie that's like nostalgic for a time period, but that has a story, yes, I would recommend you watch The Way Way Back. Oh yeah, that's also a good movie. So, there you go. Very, very good. I like that movie.
1: You're actually the one who got us to watch that. Yeah.
0: So. So that's more of a snapshot, nostalgic, but has a story. Um,
1: I think, though, that, that, that one was opinion. more like a 90s or something, right? That movie? No. What time period was that? Maybe 80s. 80s? I can't mm-hmm. remember. They had that um, station wagon. There was no seatbelts.
0: Yeah. I'd there say was 80s. a station
1: wagon. Um. So, Yeah. So there you have it. That's one of the reasons why we decided to come uh and do this podcast was cuz Patty and I do not always because agree. We
0: don't see eye to eye on these artsy <laughs> fartsy movies, okay? We just don't.
1: Oh my god. Um so yeah, that concludes this movie review, Licorice Pizza. Which um, means
0: a record, a vinyl record. A vinyl record. Which has nothing to do with this movie yeah, whatsoever. It doesn't really. So I think it's just trying to be too cool for the sake of cool and it was too <laughs> fucking long the end.
1: Yeah, I couldn't find anything like definitive that would explain to me why it was called licorice pizza, so I was like,
0: but it is <laughs> Which cutie Chris, name. Chris was like, but there was no records in the movie. I don't understand. <laughs> all the running i don't understand i was yeah. like i am on board with you baby i don't understand you're my rock there's <laughs> like...
1: there was a lot of sweaty running in the middle of california with no bras i don't advocate for because it gets hot down there too, don't run so... without
0: a bra i don't advocate for that you're gonna hurt yourself no. but
1: um nipples
0: are a tender item <laughs> was a lot of running without bras in this movie or reason yeah um no it's a no for me okay I'm <laughs> Sorry. Yes me. <laughs> uh, all right we're the new siskel and Ebert, everyone <laughs> <Siskel> and Ebert. <laughs> um, hope you like this
1: review yeah
0: write us a comment if yeah. you watch this movie and uh and what you thought about who, it whose side are you on <laughs> the right side patty <laughs> The wrong side, JD. Okay. Are you normal? Um, Or are you a weirdo? (laughs) Normal or a weirdo. Oh my god. Uh, That is so funny. I am Um, John Q Public. (laughs) And we say no. John public. Oops. I am though. I pretty much like have the mainstream viewpoint yes. and yeah. if you're that type of person don't bother
1: yeah and I'm more of the deep thinker like social con like what message exactly. are they sending that sort of come thing come on so. people
0: we don't have time for that bullshit <laughs> hit it and quit it am I right <laughs> <and> <laughs> oh my god
1: alright well we're gonna conclude this episode Um, All right. catch everybody on the next one bye benches. have a good week